Um, I I was asked by uh, their coach Steve Rose to come on board um, mainly to help their their test specialist players. Really, um, they had a, a pretty busy t- uh, turn, or a pretty tight turnaround. Sorry, um, from their Bangladesh Premier League, which meant they didn't have a lot of preparation time with their ODI team, um, and so they they been um, main coaching staff was busy with them during uh, during that series, but they had six players involved um, uh, will come over f- uh, to be involved in the test series that weren't involved with the one day. So I was I was uh, contracted to look after the preparation for those six players, um, and then after the, the third ODI, I then uh, was helping them out um, in the lead up to the first test. So what did that work consist of? Um, it was. It was a little, I was a little bit in the dark, really, I suppose, uh, in terms of um, what it would consist of until it started. But I mean, th- these are these are first-class cricketers, um, and in some cases, um, pretty successful Test cricketers that I was working with. Uh, so it wasn't a case of com- of doing anything to to change the way they play as as such. It was more just a case of making sure that they were aware of what some of the challenges would be with New Zealand conditions what they were likely to encounter from the, the New Zealand side and then trying to replicate that as much as possible and help them really, uh, I suppose, work out their own methods to, to be successful. Did you find them receptive to work with? Um, surprisingly so, actually. The, um, both the coaching staff um, and also the players were just very welcoming. Um, and um, from a player's point of view, particularly the younger ones, were very, very um, open to... to to new ideas and also um, uh, very uh, very welcoming to me within the within the team. So you talk about uh, giving them um, some guidance on New Zealand conditions. Did you find that you were also offering them advice on run scoring, or were they working that out for themselves on the advice about the the wickets and the conditions that you were giving them? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both, really. Um, they, they were quite uh, thirsty for for information, so um, they were. And, and I suppose it might be—it's probably a product of uh, of where the, where they're from and the, and the role of the coach uh, in their formative years over there. But yeah, they, they were very keen to hear my ideas. Um, but uh, for, for me, it was very much a case of reminding them that you know they've they've had success before at, at the highest level, and uh, and making sure that that they they understood that uh, that just because they're in a different country doesn't mean that they're um, that won't necessarily work. So it was about just creating some scenarios, creating some uh, some training environments that would allow them to go and work out what what works for them, really, because what works for one player won't necessarily work for all. So of the players you worked with, Reese, how would you assess their technical ability with the bat? Um, oh, very good. Uh, I mean, the, the talent level was huge. Um, I mean, just with a, with a country the size of Bangladesh, population-wise, um, now you've got you've got to be fairly good to uh, to stick your head up from the crowd there. Um, so so that was good. It was just more of, a, of a, an awareness of what would work and what wouldn't work in our conditions, um, which are just the polar opposite to, to what they're used to, I suppose. Did you find them uh, aggressive in their approach? As, as I, I know, you know, net sessions are very different from playing in games. But um, did you find them, uh, you know, as I say, aggressive—the kind of batters who wanted to get after the bowling, who wanted to dictate terms? Um, I mean, some, some yes, and some no. Um, it's, it's, they're just really like any other cricket team. They've got a little bit of a cross section of, of players. 
Um, they've got some players that are that are more defensive orientated, but they've also got some players that are that are looking to to advance the scoreboard at every opportunity. Um, it, once again, it was just more about um, for, for each each player just making sure that they had some clarity in, in their uh, in their thinking about how they were going to go about scoring runs and, and probably um, think about the first test. It's, it's, it is a work in progress, but you saw just from innings to innings how, how some of them would make those were making those adjustments and pretty. For, for someone like myself, it's quite exciting to think how how maybe they can uh, continue to progress that over the next uh, four, three to four innings that they'll play. What feel do you get from them, or did you get from them, about where they place the importance of Test cricket compared to white ball cricket? Um, no, I, I, no, uh, no sort of conscious conversations around that. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's it's a it's a um, Test cricket is is very very important to them as it is to to the New Zealand side. Um, uh, there are there is obviously a lot of emphasis uh, heading into 2019 around the, the 50 over World Cup. So they've got a lot of plans around around that. Um, but since I've been involved, it has um, been all about uh, their red ball game and um, and uh, and wanting to do as well as they possibly can in the test matches. Um, there's a very big push within the within the team about wanting to improve their record over, overseas. Um, they're, they're very confident, uh, and, and with with justification in their own conditions, they've, they've done very well uh, recently over in Bangladesh against uh, against all comers, um, including I think winning Test matches against uh, England and Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, but yeah, they, they do acknowledge that they you know to. To be consistently one of the better test teams, they've got to improve their performance overseas, and there seems to be a, a very big push to make that happen. Were you part of any uh, any review of of the first test in Hamilton, or have you seen any any uh, any sort of feedback given as to how they batted in Hamilton? Um, no, not not so much. I I actually returned to Wellington after um, during day two of the test match, uh, um, but uh, but then I'll um, I'll connect back up with them again for the, for the duration of the, of the second test in Wellington um, so I, I haven't been privy to any review um, of uh, uh, after the test match um, I, was, I was aware of uh, some chats after day one um, and that was uh, that was obviously uh, reasonably disappointing after such a good start um, but but then they uh, went out in the second innings and, and showed a Showed a lot of character, I thought, actually, in terms of being able to weather what was, um, you know, some some pretty hostile bowling from New Zealand. Um, and and on that, I mean, New Zealand didn't do anything different to what we expected, but they they do it very well. They've got a very well balanced bowling attack. So this is a pretty big challenge for for a team like Bangladesh to come out here and and get not only these conditions, but also what's pretty a pretty effective bowling lineup too. Did you find yourself watching the test through slightly different eyes and almost feeling a bit of pride in the way that Bangladesh batted in that second innings in particular? Absolutely. Um, for the last month, I've been fully on board with Bangladesh, really. Um, <laughs> it's the first time in my life I've, uh, I've had to look at the New Zealand cricket team as the opposition, and and, and um, I'm, um, for the duration of this tour at least anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm very much uh, in, in the camp of Bangladesh, and uh, 
and uh, we've got to try and find some solutions to what New Zealand are offering to us. How did they find you? How did the initial contact come, Rhys? Um, so it's like with most things in life, Piney, it's about uh, who you know and what, not what you know. Um, uh, for the last couple of years, the, the club I've uh, involved with here in Wellington um, has an overseas player in George Rhodes. Um, uh, he plays for Worcester back in uh, back in the UK, and his father is Steve Rhodes, who is the is the Bangladesh head coach. And uh, George had obviously sent some pretty good feedback to his father on his um, calls back there, and um, when they had a, a need for um, a little bit more resource around their coaching team, um, I got the phone call um, back at the uh, back just before Christmas. Is this something that you could see yourself doing with other touring teams? Could you almost become like a specialist New Zealand consultant for, for touring teams? Oh, I'd love to, and if you want to get my CV out there, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, this was, you know, like I said, this was very much a case of, um, you know, I had, I had a contact within that side. Um, but what I am hoping it does is that, um, that uh, the, cricket, uh, the cricket world is fairly small, and, um, and whether it be coaches from this team um, that maybe are coaching other teams in the future or, or whether it leads to something within Bangladesh, um, maybe that's something something that I can do. Um, I'm sort of I'm looking a little bit further afield these days. Um, I'm actually uh, just signed up as a the coach for Fiji um, for for my uh, for all my sins anyway. Um, so it's it's I'm rapidly discovering that the cricket world is a little bit bigger than whatever is just going on within uh, within your own city. So when when and where do Fiji play cricket, and who do they play against? Is it a Pacific Islands competition they're involved yeah, in? I'm trying to discover that. Um, they're they're um, they're involved. Well, they're trying to get back into what they call the World Cricket League, um, and that's of I think it's five divisions uh, um, going down to about the, into the sort of the, the top forty teams in the world. Um, now they they got relegated from that a year or two ago, but they've, uh, they've I'm just there on a short term basis uh, as they as they've got three major tournaments coming up. They've got a women's T20 qualifier, an under 19 World Cup qualifier, and their men's team is off to the Pacific Games in July. So uh, I'll be doing a bit of work with them um, just on a short term basis, and then uh, see where that leads. Isn't it amazing where sport takes you, Aries? Isn't it amazing? Exactly. I uh, I was uh, I. No inkling at all that I'd be uh, spending my 2019 summer trying to plot the downfall of the New Zealand cricket side, but uh, it's um, it's led me here nonetheless. Very interesting, mate. Good on you. Hey, thanks for taking the time to have a chat to us, mate. And uh, and I, I guess I'll say all the best to you in, uh, in helping <laughs> Bangladesh combat New Zealand. It's been uh, been great to chat, Rhys. No problem, Piney. Thanks very much.